Internet talk. We're gonna talk about it right here. Yeah. You ready? Talks right here. We gon' talk about it right here. We gon' talk about everything you like. I'ma make it real, real clear. It's today talks right here. We gon' talk about it right here. I'ma talk about everything you like. I'ma make it real, real quick. Cause it's today talk. And I'ma talk about it. Yeah, cause it's today talk. And I'ma talk about it. And I'm back. Hey. Turn up. Hey. Turn up. Turn up. Turn up. Hey. 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 Welcome to this episode of Today Talks. I'm up here super geek because I was gone on a long vacation. I was on a two week vacation. Two weeks. So I'm back and I'm so happy to be in the studio. Today I have a special guest, author, mother, entrepreneur, Miss Latasha Perry. Welcome to the Today Talk Show. Hey girl, hey. Hey there. Y'all have me jamming. <laughs> we try to turn up as much as we possibly can up in the studio. <laughs> it's always a great time. I love it. <laughs> so wonderful. So to my guest out there in the world, I had to have Latasha Perry on the show because it is May and we all know that May represents Mother's Day. And May is also yeah. um, Mental Health Month, and mental health is near and dear to me uh, because my mother uh, lived with mental illness, and so it's a very uh, special month for me. And so today I'm talking to uh, a superwoman, a Renaissance woman, uh, a woman that does it all, uh, Latasha Perry. She's an author of the children's books, uh, Hair Like Mine, Skin Like Mine, um, in, in Black Literature. So I'm so just ecstatic to have her on the show not only uh is she uh oh i'm like why why am i hearing something i had i had <laughs> i was listening to myself live on that, my that's phone what's up, she's supporting her all the, like, I'm, I'm, I'm only listening I'm like, to me why do i hear me in an echo but the, the <laughs> happens to the best of us but anyway <laughs> so sorry about that. And so um not not only does she do that that do that, she's also a thrifter. So if you're into thrifting, she does that. We're gonna talk about all of that on the show. But before we dive into all the things that make Latasha great and fantastic and the superwoman that I described, I, I cannot not go on further without talking about Kanye. Uh Latasha, have you been paying attention to the news? <laughs> Right, I'm with you on that. I'm with so you. y'all trying to tell me not to give him no energy? We gave him away. We didn't. I didn't. The, no, the black. I, I was about the, to say, is he even still a part of this community? No, I thought we, no, we gave no, him away. Listen, Dad. Look, you know he had two personalities. He had Jesus. Well, and he had Kanye. Okay. Kanye died. Okay, listen. After through the wire. Listen, listen, everybody. <laughs> I'm so over him. Listen, I, everybody got to pipe down because if y'all know me, y'all know I love. 
Yeezy. And he does have two personalities. He's a Gemini. My son is a Gemini. And y'all already know how he be out here in these streets. So I just can't <laughs> quite let Kanye go quite yet. And not not only that, um, the black delegation ain't let him go yet. We we have. No, T.I. I mean, I T. I said did. that we did not. That, that's what T.I. said? T.I. So. said the black delegation said we cannot risk <sighs> losing the genius that is Kanye to them people. No, we, we need to ask Barack. Oh, no. <laughs> you don't know? Mm. Should Look, we ask Barack Obama? Like, we, we need to ask Barack. We got to ask Oprah. She's <laughs> our unofficial guy. leader. I think if Barack and Oprah. Yeah, if Barack know, and Oprah say he got to go, gotta then we got to chuck up the deuces. But until they say it, we still we got to pray. You know, I wrote a blog about him earlier this week, and I'm tired of loving him like a mother who loves her crackhead son that keeps stealing from her. Right. <laughs> I'm tired of it, but yeah, I still. Do it. <laughs> yeah, do it. I'm an enabler, Jesus. Y'all right. gonna have to, y'all gonna have to pray me out of that. Uh, hey, so in the, in the chat room we have Brett. Hey, Brett. Um, thank you. I'm so glad to be back. My vacation was great. I went on a vacation um into the woods. I went um camping, and black people do camp. so i went camping and we were in i have to put a disclaimer it was luxury cabins so (laughs) (laughs) so had it been roughing it i i don't know how if i would have made it but that thank you for asking brett so latasha back back to you so before we get started can you tell my audience a little bit of a background history about you before we dive into this fantastic interview oh okay okay um let's see i am a flint native shout out to flint flint town Town came out in '99 from Southwestern. Um, married to my high school sweetheart, we share five beautiful kids, and uh, yeah, I'm a busy, busy, busy woman, but I'm loving every minute of it. Uh, like you said, I surf shop, I style people, surf shop, I write. Um, I am a certified lactation consultant, so I let me one on one with moms and breastfeeding and. Uh, what what else? Right. Let, know. Let, let, you know what? I should have asked a shorter question. What don't you do? Because <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you, Latasha, number one, has five kids, as she just mentioned. She's married to her high school sweetheart. He's handsome. She's beautiful. And together they produce some fine-looking kids called the Perry Posse. Aww, <laughs> and, and, and they look good. They, they are black excellence. They are the type of family that you see on the greeting cards. Like, come stay at our resort. That's them. Oh, the ones that be smiling. <laughs> yeah, they be smiling with the nice hair. That's what they look like. And not only that, um, Latasha has five children, but it doesn't look like it. I, on the other hand, have one child, and it looks like I had about 15. So she's That's not true. <laughs> she's being over-exaggerated. I am not over-exaggerating. No, you're not. Latasha, not. Latasha's body is out here extra popping, and I just want y'all to know she ain't did no booty implants. Look, your she body did popping, no, too. She ain't did no look. waist trainers, no flat no. tummy time tea. <laughs> 
you know, know she you out here extra popping. It could have been it together. maybe it's Maybelline. No, no, maybe it's genetics. Today I need you to get it together. <laughs> okay, your body popping too. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> all right. You just in a different category. Okay. Grown woman curves. Girl, right. Let me tell you how I throw these grown woman curves right down your way, okay? I'm trying to tell you. She, she don't even know she popular out here on these streets. Thank you. So, <laughs> so listen, y'all. She just says she is a lactation coach. So what that means is um, if, you, if you ever had a, a baby and you wanted to breastfeed and you were kind of having difficulty or you're just nervous or you – you know, not kind of mm-hmm. on the fence about it. She coaches you through that and kind of helps you yep. um, give you techniques on how to produce good milk and the things that you need yep. to eat to, to better have a better uh, mu- milk flow so that your uh, the mammary gland ducts are not, um, you know, clogged up and whatnot. She's going to help mm-hmm. you produce that mm-hmm. stuff so that your baby can be healthy. That's what's up. Yes. <laughs> she yes. out here. How many lactation coaches y'all know? None. Uh, this is my first one. <laughs> <laughs> so she, when I say that she's a superwoman, I am not exaggerating. She is a superwoman. She yeah. mentioned that she's a stylist. She does hair. She can style your clothes. She can take you out here to the Goodwill and put and have you in Gucci and gold. For the low, low price. Girl, I'm trying to keep the coins in your pocket. Boy, I'm going to pop some tags because hey. I got $20 in my, my pocket. Hey. <laughs> yes, baby. And if you only got a $20 budget, Latasha going to help you look like a million bucks. <laughs> so we're going to get into all of that. I just want my audience to have an idea of how fantastic you are. I mean, I watch you, I watch you from afar. Um, I know that you graduated high school with my sister, so you're a, a little bit older yeah. than me, but you still looking fat, fantabulous. And I've watched you from. Girl, not with this gray hair. Listen, okay. uh, girl, let's talk about gray hair right. real it's quick right. because I got a whole little gray patch sitting right oh, here God. on the front of my head, and I'm like, the devil is a whole lie. I just want to tell y'all, 98 percent of men don't care about y'all gray hair. <laughs> I just want to tell y'all about that. But we care about it. Only y'all care about it. You're like, oh God, dear. I'm like. Okay. <laughs> Listen, I guarantee your husband don't care. <laughs> Men don't care because my they don't. My boo be looking at me like he just be rolling his eyes, and I be like, "Don't! I need you to be sad with me about these gray streaks." <laughs> Baby, you so beautiful. You look just like Storm off the X Man. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> Want me to dye my hair? And he like, no, for what? Right, right. They don't, they don't know no better, Latasha. We don't care about that. <laughs> Listen, but let me give you a tip. So I called my homegirl that does hair, and she told me to go to Sally's and go get this thing called Color Charm. So actually, when I leave the studio today, I'm gonna go get the Color Charm to yeah. get rid of this gray. So that's just a little tip out here. Um, so yeah, okay. <laughs> Andrew. I'm sorry. For the people out there listening, y'all, I talk about my son all the time. If y'all don't can't hear on these speakers, my son is having a whole concert over here in the studio. And so, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, Latasha, um, you, <laughs> you have five kids. You feel the hurt. <laughs> oh, man. Look. 
So speaking of having five kids, you know, I have one child. And so a lot of people, you know, and I, I can be overwhelmed a lot of times. And I've, I've talked to mothers who have multiple kids and said that it will be, it's overwhelming with one kid because they don't have anyone to bounce their energy off with. So when you have more kids yep. that they can bounce the energy off each other. Would you agree to that? Would right. you? Can you? I do. I do. Yep. So how mm-hmm. does it work yep. in your house? Like what is you guys' system and like what's your routine? routine in a house in a, in a party of five <laughs> what see what makes it work is the lack of a routine like we we me and Virgil are so we're just kind of like free flowing parents and so a lot of people are like oh my gosh and we do we just we are really easy going and it just works it works for all of us we have three boys two girls ranging from ages 15 on down to 20 months. And they all help each other. Now, I will say, everybody has jobs. We do. Everybody has different roles. But we kind of, we work together, and it just just works. We don't have no set time that we eat. We don't have no set time for a lot of things. The only thing we try to do uh, religiously is put them to bed so we can have some mama and daddy time. That's y'all. Obviously, y'all do have enough time to have mommy and daddy time with five kids. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Brett in the chat, going on <laughs> right? Something go- it's going Boy. on. Boy, and after look, look, <laughs> look, five kids, look, something they, definitely got to be right. They might be working on the six, <laughs> but, you ain't, but you ain't heard that from me. Look, don't say it. Cause don't I ain't the one who gossiping. I just know y'all over there practicing. Um, <laughs> Brett in the chat room uh, wants to know how old are your children? 15, 13, 7, 4, 20 months. Wow. That's a whole yeah. starting lineup. <laughs> Man, and, and look, we got one in every single category and they all have different emotions and all going through the phases that come with high school middle school elementary preschool and i'm just saying that i'm like lord but i mean yeah (laughs) it's just it was you know when we were young virgil was like yeah, I'm going to marry you, and we're going to have five kids. I'm like, That's what's up. He was like, boy, whatever. Face. Right. <laughs> he did and, that. And then, and then we got pregnant with our last one, and he was like, I told you I was going to make you have five of my kids. I'm like, yeah, it's a Shout out to Virgil. Boy, Virgil a, said, a man that knows what he wants. Yo, he sealed <laughs> the deal, <laughs> too. He showed it. Listen, that's a man of his word. Uh, Brett said she's just going <laughs> to keep you in prayer. <laughs> So, so I'm glad you're laughing, Latasha. I told you on Tanae Talks, you know, we just have a good time here. That's what's up. So I just want to know what prompted. Yes, I love it. I'm glad. What prompted you to begin writing children's literature? So, really, I have been writing um, forever since I was little. And I used to have, you remember back in the day, the Trapper Keepers? Yes, oh. by Lisa and, um, Frank. All, you know, we all had that. <laughs> which one, zip up ones or the one with the Velcro? Yeah, which one, the Velcro or the zip I had, up? I had the Velcro. I had the Velcro. Yes, yes. I had the Lisa Frank uh, photo. Come out and, here, somebody. And I have to uh, uh, tell people what I believe. Frank. You can't do it. So, you 
couldn't tell me about my ninja turtle trapper keeper. You couldn't tell me about You can't it. tell me nothing, okay? I had Leonardo. Man, I thought I was popular. I had my trapper keeper and my folder and the matching pencils. I, I, I couldn't tell me nothing. You was popular out here in these streets. <laughs> with the pencils, with the pencils to match. years ago 
And so now uh, children's books and especially uh, black children's books, it's, it's popping right now. So you can find a lot more. Um, I would say before they were far fewer and in between, but even still now, although it's popular, it's still not as many out there available as there should be. Mm-hmm. And so um, the biggest thing I see, especially working, uh, I did a lot of after school programming with um, Youth Quest and dealing with a predominantly black area, you have tons of reluctant readers because we are in the, the age of, you know, uh, social media and just, technology period mm-hmm. and so these kids minds are so overstimulated that they ain't thinking about reading no book and they definitely ain't thinking about reading no books that don't have characters that look like them right and so i think if we can change the content up and say hey look uh it's a, a book with characters who look like me and i can relate to the story okay now i might want to read about that Absolutely. and that's what i'm finding that these kids are like yeah i like these books because this happened to me at daycare, and this happened to me at such and such. And, and so I, I know how she feels because that's what happened to me. And so that's where the basis of my books come from. I want them to be relatable, and I want to get these reluctant readers wanting to come back for more and more so we can increase literacy among our black kids. Absolutely. You know, <laughs> That is, she is super mom. I bro. know she is super mom. <laughs> that is so dope because you know I was an avid an avid reader growing up, and as an adult, I, I continue to be an avid reader. I have a love mm-hmm. for reading because when I was little, my mother took me and my sister to the library every week. Um, so when we grew up on okay, um, okay. the north side of Flint, and during that time, mm-hmm. the, there was a a library branch at the um the plaza where landmark grocery store is. So that's on Martin Luther King Mm -hmm. and Pearson road. And there was a library branch right there of the Flint public library. So, um, we would go uh, walk, we would walk to the library. We would uh, check out our books and my mom would let us read it under the tree at the park across the street at Pearson elementary school. Or, you know, you know, and we obviously got got home, we would read a book. So she, uh, help develop uh, my love for reading at a young age. But the the thing is that you touched on, which is a key point, is <clears throat> is that the children don't have anything that reflects them to read. So when I was growing up, okay. um, I was introduced to the Boxcar Children a series, mm-hmm. and so that was a series about white children. Um, yeah, um, yeah, I was reading yep. Sweet Valley High, and I was saying on my Facebook yep. Live, Remember Babysitters Club? yeah, Babysitters Club, and uh, Amelia uh-huh. Bedelia plays ball, uh-huh. and all those things. Uh-huh. So there, um, and I and I was going before this interview today. I was racking my brain. I was like, was there black books? children's books as a child and I and I was like come on today you were a reader what did you read what did you read the only book yeah. that I could recollect was Mafaro's Beautiful Daughters do you remember that book it's a Pulitzer I can't remember it's a pulitzer prize winning book and it was like the only black book available at my uh, elementary school's library it was and it was about wow. these two daughters that were african princesses 
and their father was going to give one away to marriage or whatever. But that's the only uh, children's literature book, a black black children's literature that I can mm-hmm. recall uh, growing up. And I, I did a poll with my friends and, and none of them could even remember a, a book from mm-hmm. back then. So I was just like, wow. Mm-hmm. So to see your books, nope. which I am going to purchase, I've just been purchasing a lot lately, but I'm going to make sure, you know, I get some uh, oh, for, for my son. Um, so yeah, that's just fascinating because there's nothing there. Brett in the chat room says your book would be great to share with children of, that are not part of our culture to help them understand our differences. I absolutely agree oh, with that, Brett. Absolutely. I've done so many, um, uh, story hours and book signings. Mm-hmm. And I think initially, you know, especially my first one that I had in Flint, I had so many people who were not um, African-American. I was like, wow. I mean, parents uh, buying the books up, and for that very reason, they wanted their children to have a diversity and a, a diverse collection of books. Mm-hmm. And they wanted them to see, hey, look, um, we aren't kind of all the same, and that's what makes us all unique and beautiful and all of that. And so I was surprised early on that there were so many uh a lot of white parents that were really buying the books up and and teachers for their classrooms and so I was like okay I love it that's dope that is pretty dope because it's I find it great that they even want to buy your book so that they can share with their kids. Me too. Um, mm-hmm. that's, yep. that's great yep. because we tend to think, you know, just based on what we see, what we've seen and historically that they would not be interested in books, right. uh, you know, right. about us, by us and for right. us. So right. that's great. Right. Um, it, it, it was just the opposite. So yeah, I was excited about that. Absolutely. So uh, my son, you know, at the school district he's in, they used to have a parent mystery readers. And so I would go in Uh on a Friday and read and I would always try to find a book because uh, my son was was the only black kid in his class, unfortunately. Uh Um, um, I would try to find a book that was pertaining to black people to share with the class. And I can never find one even at our local library here unless it was about um kind of like a, a slavery type book i guess yeah and so yep. i i i want more literature out there and you're definitely meeting that lack of our we're not just you know back to the kanye thing slavery is very important and it's very important right. to understand historically that though the effects of slavery are affecting us today. However, we are right, multifaceted. Right. And in the midst of that slavery, it was all the things that we over have overcame, we should have fun, happy literature like mm-hmm. the books that you've mm-hmm. written. We should. So that the kids can see yeah. a depiction of themselves. Should they know about the history of slavery? Absolutely. Absolutely. But they need to know that we have broken from those shackles and, and see themselves right. in a happy light. Yep, yep. And that was the thing, you know, with because my daughter, she, my seven-year-old, she loves the series. Um, it's tight. It starts off with the book titled Pink Alicious, and then they have Purple Alicious, and and so on and so on. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, we need books like that with black characters Absolutely. because all of the books, like you said, they they talk about um, 
slavery or even some of our historical uh, African-American leaders. And, and I love that, and that's great, and I want my kids to learn about that. However, I'm interested, too, in molding their imagination yes. and them being able to pretend to be superheroes and other things, and the characters in those books are black. And so that's my newest book, Imagination Like Mine. That's kind of the direction I'm heading into, like, Listen, we can imagine being all sorts of things, and it don't have to be just strictly about our history. There's other things we want our kids to be able to touch on, too. So, yeah. I love that, that you talked about imagination. I, I believe with social media that children's imaginations are stifled. Um, and so, oh yeah. Oh yeah. And oh, so yeah. my son, lo- like everyone knows that my, I let my son do cosplay. Um, he gets to wear mm-hmm. all of his superhero costumes, whether it's Halloween or not, mm-hmm. because uh, imagination fosters creativity and those, and the, and yes, the creatives does. of the world mm-hmm. push the world to innovative ideas, mm-hmm. such as engineering, you know, some of the beautiful yep. buildings and architecture and the roles that we see and the layouts of things that, that, that came from yep. a creative mind that was able to Absolutely. think outside the box. So I love that you made imagination like mine. I, I can't wait to, I'm going to have to buy all three books. Well, probably two because my son <laughs> is a boy. So the skin like mine, yeah. definitely the hair like mine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that that's just glorious yeah. like imagination I don't even I don't even think people take the time to even as grown-ups I think you <laughs> kind of put your imagination to the wayside but they say if if you can uh envision it it, it can come to pass and so yeah, absolutely and, and I think that's one of the reasons that we do we parent the way we do mm-hmm. is to kind of feed their imaginations and and not I don't want to restrict them. Of course, we have to have rules and everything, but we like to encourage them to kind of think for themselves, too, mm-hmm. and not put so much of us onto them. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I want to mold my kids to be who they were who they were here, brought here to be, mm. and not what we want them to be. So, <laughs> yeah, you, you better speak that black mama. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's right. I I love that you understand because I I work and I'm not going to say where I work, but I I just know that Mm -hmm. I work in education. (laughs) (laughs) Right, 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 right. (laughs) And, And I see so many parents pushing their kids to do something that they want them to do that that they're that to the point to the point where they're hurting their children. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. And, I, and I've seen it too many times. I've seen too many te- yep. tearful people. But I love that you yep. understand that you are a portal for your children to come through the world through and that yep. you want to yep. help them to get to what they were destined to be. That is That's awesome. Right. And, it, and, you know, it's because of my own experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, because we are, society places so much expectation on us anyways and so you know they place us in a box so <clears throat> you told you gotta you go to school you gotta get good grades and you gotta go to college and then you get a job and that's and, and i'm like here i am doing everything the way i was supposed to mm-hmm. and i always felt empty and like something was missing and right before so i had two semesters left until i graduated in social work and i'm like this 
this isn't what I want to do. And and I was scared to, to say it at first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I'm, of my mom, you know, mainly her. Mm-hmm. But um, my husband, he was really, really uh, supportive in the decision and me saying, look, I got to figure out what, I, what, I, what I'm supposed to be doing, what my purpose is. Yes. And um, through my journey, I found that helping moms with breast, it, it, to me, it all stems with uh, just encouraging, supporting, and uplifting. The yes. breastfeeding, that's what that does. The books, the natural hair, it, it's all a part of what I was put here to do. Mm-hmm. And it didn't even have anything to do with what I thought I was supposed to be doing. So, yeah. It's it's funny how that works. It's funny how life works. And I'm so glad, you Mm -hmm. know, people spend a lifetime trying to figure out their purpose. Um, As I mentioned earlier, it is uh, May is mental health month. And uh, mm-hmm. my, and my mother died of the of of that illness of uh, uh, bipolar disorder and depression, mm-hmm. and you know she left this earth just really trying to figure out her purpose. Even though you yeah. know we could yeah. see her gifts, her gifts were uh, helping people. She helped a lot of people along the way. Um, she ch- yeah. children were her gift. She raised so many kids. Um, people always say I'm so friendly, but it's because my mama. She always opened her home. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. I, I'm the same way. And yeah, what um, well, to feed you, boy? And I will feed you. And you know, I'm a big boy. Every time I come over, <laughs> Man, boy, she'll feed I love you. It. I love it. And and that came from my mom. And yeah. I, her purpose was right there. I don't think she understood it. So the it's it's yeah. quite the gift to actually figure out what your gift is and then actually mm-hmm. understand it and then actually work in it. Yes. Like I know my gift is talking. You right. right? I talk mm-hmm. so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Today talks. I love it. I love it. <laughs> she does talk. And, and so <laughs> I, I'm happy to know that that is it. I just need to yeah. t- translate it into financial gain, okay? <laughs> right. Yeah. So that's that's the other caveat. You know, it's, it's, it, but you know, in the black community, it's it's just taboo to to speak about uh, mental illness anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, we we try to keep that hush hush. Oh, girl, you fine. It ain't nothing wrong with you. You you and right. and it's Walking like uh, yeah yeah and. And it's damaging to all yeah. of us um, because I think a lot of us deal with social. I mean, you know, mental, mental a, illness, a touch and, of mental and illness. we don't even mm-hmm. know it. We we don't. And the great thing about my mom was she was very transparent with it. That's the great thing about it. Uh, the the downside of it when you talk about taboo, I didn't never talk about it. So me talking about it now at this age after mm-hmm. her death. Um, it's big for me. I didn't really, I didn't, cause people didn't know, um, that, okay. me, that me and my sister had a mother that suffered with mental illness, unless you went to our church. Cause my mom had an episode, um, well, long, long time ago and, and she only had one, but it, you know, sometimes people don't let things go. So it was kind no, of, it right. was, it was kind of there, but it was taboo. So outside of church, nobody really knew. I didn't, um, care. I, 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 I was, I was normal quote unquote uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah, it, and it was yeah. it wasn't something that I talked about that comes with that taboo because there's a yes you be you can be embarrassed a little bit and right you right, know and not right. wanting to be judged and you know for the people yep. who did know my mom did feel judged so and we mm-hmm. should talk about mm-hmm. it more I'm more transparent about it now and I try to encourage my students like when they tell me 
certain things I'd be like you can overcome that look what I've overcome or you know this was happening Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. at at this in my household you know and it it wasn't a constant you know like I said my mother had quote-unquote episodes and I'm gonna do a whole show about that if people are interested in knowing how that was growing up (laughs) do a a show about that I I've been trying to write a book about it and every time I start I stop so I have little bits and pieces of that journey yes write your book (laughs) write your book Um, write it Brett in the chat room says have you ever considered writing a book to help teen girls get through peer pressure Yes, 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 yes. Um, it's funny. I worked with uh, Trouble Youth for 10 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and naturally, I'm just, I was drawn to the boys. And so when we would do group therapy with the kids, I always wanted to work with the boys. But the girls were always drawn to me. And so uh, finally, I realized that was a part of, too, you know, me um, about about just finding your purpose, uh, learning that I was supposed to speak to girls because at growing up, I struggled with self-esteem. Mm. I mean, struggled, struggled. Really? And, and you were actually, a pretty girl. Carried, oh, right. oh, it was awful. It was awful. And it carried on into adulthood. It really did. Can, and, can I put a pin um, right there? I'm, I don't want to cut you off, but may I ask uh, what, uh, why, where did your uh, low self-esteem stem from? Or like, what, what, what were you um, kind of down about? I th- so I think my weight was the probably the number one was mm-hmm. my weight because mm-hmm. um, I was always teased about being so skinny. Mm-hmm. So that was the, the the biggest thing. And then um, number two, you know how people they think that 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 they're complimenting you. When they say things like, oh, you're so cute for a dark girl. Oh, so child. That, that was I, another thing. Yes. You know? <laughs> you got to slap people to sleep thing. sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I can't, couldn't stand that. But, and then, too, um, just never uh, learn how to stand up for myself. So not when I didn't like something... I didn't say I didn't like it. I just would kind of deal with it and then kind of just hurt in the inside. So Aww. those things, they carry on and on. And mm-hmm. so now um, I am really tough on my daughter, especially my oldest, that she has so many traits of me as a little girl. And I'm like, you better stand up for yourself. Mm-hmm. When you don't like something, you better use your voice. And yeah. that was the biggest thing of writing a book because uh, you're not quitting this class because a girl is making fun of you. You getting ready to go to this class and, and we're going to deal with this head on. So that was a part of it. But I say all that to say with the, these teenage girls, um, I, I mentor a lot of them. I just recently went and talked to uh, GBRC, the detentional home, and uh, I talked to a group of, of teenage girls. And that's one of the biggest things we talked about are the insecurities that we have because of uh the biggest thing is social media for them right now. Yeah. And that's where a lot of these, you know, insecurities stem from. And so I do. I do toy with writing a book for them that talks about insecurities and dealing with it and, and how to overcome it. Because I don't want them to to be almost 30 and then be like, okay, I do like myself. So, you yeah. know, I, I should have been having this conversation with myself a long time ago. But having daughters is what really pushed me into saying, listen, you're going to have to practice what you preach. 
And so that I, I kind of, while I doctor up my girl, you know, and work with my girls on their feelings, I'm actually working with myself. And so it, it, this is therapeutic to, to all of us. It, it's, it's therapy for myself. So, yeah. Wow. You touched, you said something very key. You said you went along with things when you were, even if you didn't want to do it and it hurt you on the inside. Mm-hmm. And I teared up. Yeah. <laughs> I got teary eyed because how, yeah. how many young ladies, you know, are out there doing that, you know, to appease I know. somebody else, not yep. to ruffle feathers, not to be looked yep. out at as the eyeball, not to yep. you, just all those things. And you know what? Not just the little boy, a little girls, but little boys too. And I, uh, yep. it just, yep. <laughs> yep. that just made my heart hurt yeah. because do you watch the television series Atlanta? Yeah, yeah. And my, uh, and I I need to catch up, but yes, we watched it with my husband. That's his only show he watched right now. So. <laughs> and, and I'm I'm gonna do a little spoiler alert. <laughs> the spoiler. Oh, I know. I didn't know. <laughs> the, the, the recent episode. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. Uh-huh. yes. Yeah. And so, yeah. it's as girls, you know, our self esteem is tied. You know, you know, clothes, hair, uh, complexion. You know, social media mm-hmm. is just, uh, you know, with the butts and the, you know, looking scantily clad, you know, all of that. Mm-hmm. So I can, I, I couldn't even mm-hmm. imagine being in high school in this day and day. I like, Me I either. probably wouldn't survive. <laughs> and on Me this, either. this Me most either. recent, would. Y'all would. you know, we were, we would probably <laughs> rise up to the occasion. You sure would. However, yeah. comma, yeah, I wouldn't want to. This is difficult. Um, Mm-mm. my boyfriend Mm-mm. is a high school teacher and you know, he says the girls are coming in there uh, 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 very grown, <laughs> you know, yeah. with, with the five yeah. and they're having the $700 weaves in their hair and, you know, yes. just, uh, yes. you know, just yes. really, you know, when I was growing up, you to have on your Aeropostale with your uh, Air Force Ones, right. with, you your, with your flat iron, you was That's fresh. It. It. <laughs> and you know, so some, I, some, uh, K-Swiss. Come and, on. And, and all, you know, they stay and, with the white case. With the white case, yes. Yes, and you and you and that was considered geared, right? right. You was geared if you yeah. had that. Then they came out with the black ones. Yeah. Yeah. The all black ones. So I couldn't oh, even imagine man, all black <laughs> I couldn't imagine, and I'd be like, "Mama, so yeah, I'm gonna need that five hundred dollar inches of bundles." Like, Ooh. like, right. no. You're not getting no bill money. Get your butt over there wash some dishes. So I couldn't imagine. And, you know, natural hair mm-hmm. wasn't in, you know, when I was in high school. And it's and it's in now. No. But, you know, for yeah, those girls yeah. in high school, I think it's, natural hair is accepted, you know, as us as in an adult world. But could you imagine being right, natural right, hair right. in high school now? And mm-hmm. they're like, you ain't got no mm-hmm. inches. Where your inches? Right. <laughs> That's all they do. They're going to get their eyelashes done. Oh, my God. Looking like. The nails done. The hair. And I'm like, what? what? Yeah. First of all, I eyebrows. Is letting eyebrows looking like Burton Early. Yeah. Uh, right. Ernie. Uh, eyelashes looking like no, snuffle up against. Like oh my god! Just, is that that little hairy just, thing? Y'all just looking like puppets out here. Is that the hairy thing on Sesame Street? Yeah, that's the hairy thing with the big old I'm so eyelashes. So bad at y'all right now. And he used to blink so hard too, like blue. 
that's what their eyelashes is looking like. And and I just can't even understand it. So, but I say all that to say this episode of Atlanta, the little boy went to school and had on a FUBU a shirt and then right, he comes right. he happens to come to school on the same day that another young man wears the fubu and they have on the same yeah. fubu and they trying to figure out which one which one has on the fake the fake fubu and who has the on fake the, one and the real yeah. fubu yeah. and come to find out you know uh, Ern's character actually did have on the fake fubu but his cousin was kind of popular in the school so he got yeah. them to believe that the other boy's fubu was fake. And so they start, as we said in Flint, blazing on them. Oh, they roasted yeah. them. Roasted yeah. them, blazed them. Roasted so, them, blazed I mean, yeah. going in, not, you know, and people even in the higher grades above him were, were blazing yeah. him. And so he goes home and he commits suicide. Because yep. not yep. only was he being bullied for his attire, but his parents were going through a divorce. So that was just like yeah. the the yeah. straw that broke the camel's back. And so uh, this esteem and, you know, this mm-hmm. need to mm-hmm. fit in and not, yep. you know, like I was the type of kid like you. First of all, you're not going to make me feel bad. About I was always my own person. So I, I would have yeah. just had to be like, I like this shirt. So y'all call it fake all day. I like it. And right. I like it. <laughs> yeah. I'm wearing it. <laughs> so, yeah. But, you yeah. know, everybody doesn't yeah. have that, the gall, right? The, mm-hmm. You know, my, right, my esteem right. issues came from other areas. Um, mm-hmm. uh, luckily, it didn't come in, in the clothing area. But then again, you know, I don't know if I would have, if I didn't dress the way I dressed. Maybe, you know, had my mom not dressed me the way she did, I, I could have been one on the on a different end of the stick. So, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <sighs> it, it's just yeah. oh it's so sad but <laughs> so it is, it is. <laughs> pull it together today pull know, it together i'm trying to pull it together i get so emotional she like, do, man. i feel the hurt yeah. <laughs> like, I, i'm gonna yeah. have to get the tissues out for in a minute it's okay look it's okay. I, I i feel it <laughs> and, and that's why i'm so protective over my kids and they like oh man we can't do this we can't and i'm like listen like it's just i'm trying to protect right it's not for you yeah, I, I can't stand it and the social media stuff and and just yeah we my husband and I both we we really monitor and limit that that just technology period yeah so you know how we, you we really limited you just said that you like to protect your kids right and I remember like mm-hmm. before I had a kid and you know you would see people on social media post like. You know, don't mess with my kids because I fight another kid over my kid, right? And I used to be like, I used to be like, I was like judging them, like, know that, like, why would you do that? That is so ghetto. But let me tell you, this little yeah. boy was trying to come at my baby the other day, yeah, sure. and I mean, like, now I get it. Like, I'm ready. That's to, a mama's thing. I'm so though. ready to throw hands oh, with you. I don't you. care how old you are. I hate to be sexy. That's a mama's thing. Though. That's a mama thing. That's a mama yeah. thing. And mama bears. My, I, my, if I see my son get ready to square with another little boy, I'm like, okay, all right. Yeah, but, that, but this is what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm going to encourage him, like, oh, you better win. Yep. But you, but don't try, yeah. don't try it. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Just know his well, mama so ready to we get tagged in. A, uh, we were at a play, and I was like, oh, 
play group, and this little boy took a toy from my little, from my 20 months old, and I politely, I had a smile on my face, but you know, underneath, I'm like, this is a baby toy, and I'm smiling. <laughs> I told you, that's a mama thing. <laughs> that's a mama right there. She had Don't to, know mama want to see better, her baby going through, you better, boy. You better give it back. You better give it, you know, with, with, the, with the clenched teeth. You be, let me tell you how you be ready. Shout out to all the mothers in the world. That's ready to go in for your kids. <laughs> oh boy. Look, Latasha, we I'm here with you. Like, come on. Don't don't try. Oh, I'll say that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, don't be rude to the other little babies. You know what I'm saying? I was Look. smiling, at least I was smiling. <laughs> right. I was smiling about when I was about to square over with the little boy. I was smiling. So back <laughs> well, today I out there whooping other people's kids. <laughs> I will. <laughs> I show will. Good old fashioned whooping. Good right. old fashioned community butt whoopings. Don't try it. That's right. <laughs> um Brett in the chat room says she wonders if her kids ever regret that she never brought them name brand clothing. No, Brett, they don't um they're, they 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 are fine. They made their own way. They made their way, and they yep, look and they yep. love you. Cause the, my mom didn't buy me name brand clothing, but she brought you made sure I had Nikes, you know. But she just made sure yeah, that we look, we you know. We she just made sure yeah, we look yeah, good. Yeah. So she like, you know, it yeah. might not be quote unquote name brand, but you are gonna look nice, yeah. and you're gonna yeah. be clean. Yeah. Ain't nobody gonna say they smelled yeah. you. Um, you know, because it was the kids that was quote unquote with the name brands, but you musty. Right. Joe musty self. She said that like she was kind of bitter though. Come on, somebody. You can't even iron. My mama stayed with the crease and the starch. So don't even try it. I used to get mad at my mama. So right. So as we transition over to that part of you, Superwoman, I, I do want to talk about you being a, th- a thrifter. So you said your kids don't mind going to the Goodwill and th- everything ties together. So social media tells us we have to look this way. Uh, <laughs> hashtag must be. <laughs> we have to look this way. We have to dress this way. And, mm-hmm, you know, people mm-hmm. like to front for the gram. They like to front for the book. But I love that Man, you go like, to the Goodwill and you've been a found you a Gucci uh, trench coat mm. with some um, <laughs> Dior, Christian Dior a sunglasses. A real one, too. The real one yep. that right. the rich yep. lady decided yep. that she didn't want that one no more. She she said, that's yep. last season. Yep. Let me take it to the Goodwill. Right. Mm-hmm. Can you talk mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. your thrifting, uh, your Thrifting, I want to, uh, I don't want to say fetish, but your your gift of thrifting. It is, because <laughs> I feel like that's a complete <laughs> gift to go into the Goodwill or the Salvation Army, and you be coming out here looking extra popping. So tell us about your it's how you. I didn't know it was a gift. I'm like, <laughs> uh, and when people keep saying it, I was like, wait a minute, you mean look, wait a minute. You mean tell me you can't you you can't go into Goodwill? And I was like, oh. I got to start charging for this because people can't do it. And so, but what happened is my granny, she used to, uh, she would go to the Goodwill and I would go and I would, um, I would wear like a disguise because I didn't want nobody to know I was in the Goodwill. And she... Childish. Right. If you in the store, you in the store, okay? A disguise. 
and I'll be trying to hide as I walk in. But you'll be finding so much stuff that and then but I didn't want people to know. So when they say, Oh, that's cute, girl, yeah, I got this from Hudson. So mm. I didn't want people to know I was shopping at the, the Goodwill, but as I became more comfortable, I was like, Let me start telling people where I'm getting this stuff and it it just it started off kinda of like a hobby and it grew into like a full on I'm at the Goodwill twice a week, sometimes three times a week. They know me in there. I actually had a segment on ABC for about a year and a half. And it was called Mama Gone Thurston and I would share tools and tips on how to I mean like if you have a baby shower, you can go into this the Goodwill and find baby items still in the packet. Mm-hmm. And it pays, I mean, you know, 60, 70% off what you would pay in the stores. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I talked about on the segment that I had. But, yeah, I I try to go into the mall. Um, if it's something real specific I'm looking for and I need it right then. And I, I can't even stop in the mall because I know what I'm capable of finding and I'm good with. Look, I'm all oh, for yes, the Goodwill. You be making me want to go in there, and I'll go in there. And this this is another tidbit for my listeners out there. A lot of times, retail stores like your Targets of the world will take their excess clothes that they're not going to put into the regular store, and they'll yep. put it in the yep. Goodwill and Salvation Army. So if you're one of those people like, they I don't sure want to wear do. nobody old stuff, you can get some new stuff for the you, low. That's what I tell them. What I tell do they have a plus size? They absolutely do. I'm going to have to go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Like, so, a bathing suit from Target with yeah. all the tags. Sundresses. I mean, uh, clothes. Like really nice clothes. Uh, some of their de- some of their designers that they yes. that you love at yes. Target, they'll yep. have them at the Goodwill. Yep. So, yeah, yep. Mama Gone Griffin. So Latasha, not only writing books out here for y'all kids, she will help you ball on the budget at Goodwill and get you some nice pieces. And I'm not kidding, you guys. Thank Go you. to her Instagram <laughs> at Four Kids Like Mine. That's at number four K I D S. Uh, for kids, L I K E, like mine, M I N E, and she'll show you on there the thrifty things that she found here at these thrift stores. Nice pieces yep. and that look good. Hey Wayne, yep. Yep. in the chat room. So circling back to you writing this book, what has been the greatest challenge that you have faced in the literary world? Um, I like I said before struggling with self-esteem growing up and just taking some of that into adulthood. So putting myself out there has mm-hmm. been a, the, one of my obstacles and just getting over myself because I have been in my own way, you know, and learning that it's okay to not boast, but talk about what I have to offer because I know that I have a good product and that it's worthy of, purchasing because I know that it will be beneficial to whomever you gift it to for Mm -hmm. your child or whoever and so me being comfortable selling myself without selling out you know because I don't want it to be just about money because I really would do this for free and I want to put that out there because I don't want to do it for free but I would (laughs) do it for free (laughs) right that's how that's how you know you're working in your purpose when it doesn't feel like work and you're willing to do it for free Uh, but let us be clear the gag is she ain't gonna do it for free ain't Ain't gonna do it okay 
Virgil for letting you know that because <laughs> I think we all have a little bit of that where you like dang is they jocking but I have yeah, to realize and yeah. what I have to constantly remind myself is there's more than one burger chain right yep so yep. somebody yep. somebody might have said Burger King copied McDonald's but you got people that like McDonald's yep. and you got people that like Burger King yep. and you got people that like yep. Wendy's so what that says That's to me right. is That's that right. there are a lot of podcasts but Tanae yep. talks has there's room for us all. There's room for us all, and what I offer, although right. you know, I might offer a burger. Mm-hmm. My seasonings may be a little bit different. It That's is. right. That's <laughs> right. So That's we right. so we can all That's do right. it, and you know, and 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 there's room there. Yet there yet there is still room for there's us. Room. <laughs> for so us all. That was another thing, but I too just trying to get into the schools and navigate, and I would say. Um, for me, it's, it's it's been a whirlwind of luck, and so talking about gifts. One thing I have, I'm really good with with talking to people, and so my personality has opened up a lot of doors for me. And dealing with the schools because you almost feel like you gotta talk them into buying the products. Like, why do you know they get all of this money for? Um, to purchase books and for literature and for mm-hmm. literacy, period, especially with the water crisis. They, they're getting tons of money for literacy. Mm-hmm. But I want y'all to buy my book instead of going to buy Clifford the Big Red Dog that y'all can get for $3. Mm-hmm. Um, I want y'all to come buy the book from the Kids Like Mine series. And yeah, it costs ten ninety five per book. But listen, here's why. That's and right. you know, it's just been great because they... They're like, yeah. And so the GISD, Krim Foundation, my foundation, all of these foundations I've been partnering up, and they're buying three and four hundred and five hundred books. Yes. Come on, somebody. And coming back and buying more and more. And so I think it's just. You got that work on your hands, as they say in the streets. That I got something to offer. That's right. So, yeah. She got that She got that. She got that good stuff, as they say in the streets. Uh, Wayne in the chat room said, if my people not jocking, they not liking the product. So that means when they jocking, that means you got a gem on your hands. Man, okay. Hey, Brandon. I listen. I'm listening. That's true. That's right. So, um, just shifting gears a little bit, um, you know, Mother's Day is coming up. As we said, May is uh, set aside for mothers. How do you like to be mm-hmm. celebrated for Mother's Day? Man, I'm such a, uh old school, simple, just with everything. As you can see how I dress, even on Instagram when I post pictures, I love throwbacks. I'm, I'm old school with everything. <laughs> and so we wake up 
I want to be surrounded by my husband and, and my and our kids. That's the biggest thing. And just keep it simple. Let's barbecue at home and yes. sit outside. I, I love being outside with no shoes on. And <laughs> country. That's really what I, I want to that's, that's, that's what they all say. I'm country. That's what it is. I, and so I don't think it's being no expensive, long line, restaurant, and all that. I want to be at home with. Uh, amazing Frankie Beverly on the radio oh, wow. with me some wine and my <laughs> baby running around. And that's what we like. That's how we do it. I love it. I can uh, see it in the backyard. I know, right. I just had a whole little imagination right there. Right. Smelling that Kingsford. <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> yep. With the fresh cut yeah. grass. Right. Uh, in the chat room, I want to acknowledge my people in the chat room. Thank you for tuning in to Tanae Talks. Um, what up to Brett? What up to Wayne? What's up, Brandon? Congratulations on your inaugural show in the mix. I was listening to it earlier. And, baby, you got a gem on your hands. So, shout out to you, boo. Uh, That's my little commercial. Hey. Oh, <laughs> little commercial break. <laughs> um, if y'all just now tuning in to Tanae Talks, I am talking to the superwoman herself, Author, mother, and entrepreneur Latasha Perry. She is just phenomenal. <laughs> She's explaining to us. She has explained to us her motivation behind writing her uh, black children's literature books and explain uh, to us the need for such uh, a product um, in uh, today's society in lieu of social media and just for children to have a represent a representation of themselves. That's not marred in slavery. That's not um, just based on a civil rights leader, although we need those, but just showing the different aspects of what it means uh, to be black. So uh, we're just so happy yes, that she's here. Natasha, yes, yes. um, uh, what is your, who, who, excuse me, who is your favorite author? Oh, I have a few, but my favorite, favorite, all-time favorite is Shel Silverstein. I love, love me some Shel Silverstein. Um, he used to write, you know, where the sidewalk ends and the poetry books. I remember growing up and he had one called uh, I Was Eaten by a Bold Constrictor. And that was the one I was just like, oh, I want to write just like <laughs> him. Yes. And I love him. I love him. And so I actually have his books on my shelf in my collection because I, I love him and I read the his poems to my to my children. That's beautiful. That means he was very impactful in your life that you're even passing it yep. down to your children. Um I love yep. to read too. Yep. My favorite authors and I, I in this lifetime I've actually have been able to meet all of my favorite authors except one. Oh man. And so a few of my favorite authors are uh Omar Tyree that I met Last summer at Essence Festival, I was able to meet Eric Jerome Dickey about uh, maybe like 10 or so years ago. And I also was able to meet E. Lynn Harris, who's also another one of my favorite authors. So, um, oh, and I I don't even know how I forgot this. My number one author in the whole wide world in this entire universe is Sister Soja. And I got to meet her. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, did you? <laughs> when I was a sophomore in college and she signed my book, The Coldest Winter Ever, and she told me that I was a oh. beautiful, dark-skinned girl. And, baby, when I tell you that, like, after that, because I had, you know, this complex of dark skin, you know, like you said, with the mm-hmm. backhanded compliments and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. baby, when Sister Soldier told me, 
as a beautiful dark skinned girl, you couldn't tell me that. It, and uh, what's that? <laughs> 15 years and counting. You can't tell me nothing, okay? <laughs> so shout out to Sister Soldier, boosting self esteem out here. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um is there <laughs> i know right i i that that she just changed she literally changed my life and Gosh, i love it i love it. um so before we get out of here today i do want to let you guys know that it's out there listening that not only does latasha sell books um in her for kids like mine series as she mentioned she has hair like mine skin like mine mm-hmm. and soon to be released imagination like mine she also has products such as tote bags uh pencils notebooks is there anything that i'm missing Puzzles. We have puzzles. Puzzles. Um, yep. And shirts with positive messages on them and encouraging. Like for the girls, we have one called Girls Support Girls and just kind of um, getting that rid of that myth that black women are, we're always uh, against each other and, and working against each other. And we, you know, this is to encourage little girls so we can start them young. We support each other, let's build each other up, let's empower each other. Let's have each other back. So, yep, Girl Support Girls is a whole collection with a bag, a puzzle, and a shirt that goes with it. So y'all hear that? So you can go to www.4kidslikemine.com. That's www.4kids.com where you can purchase all those products were you about to say something yeah i was just about to well she kind of summed it up i was gonna ask if she had like an activity like pack for just kids in general yeah she absolutely i does. do and i have a activity book a coloring activity book for girls and then june 16th um i have an activity book for boys that's coming out so yeah, that's father's day yeah man. and then and it'll all be a part of a package that's what's up we're looking for that. Yeah, yeah, we we look forward to that. Um, so for you out there listening, all of her uh books have positive black images of, of young black children, both male and female. So there's something if you're mm-hmm. a parent out there and you have small children or preteen children, you know, or elementary age children, this is the perfect uh, series to get them um and to start them up early, build building up. Uh, their self-esteem early and showing them that representation at an early age that is not just always out there in mainstream uh, culture. So before you get out of here today, Latasha, I got a few more things. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I got well, about one more question to ask you. Then we're going to do this, this or that thing that I like to do with some of my guests. Um, okay. But what okay. are the top three gems that you would like to pass down to your children? One thing uh, we do, all of us, daily, um, and sometimes I forget to do it with the boys, but with the girls, we don't miss a day because they won't let me up. We do affirmations. And so that's the biggest thing. Affirm, learn to affirm yourself um, because if we are constantly looking for validation from others, look, sometimes we're going to fall short and we're going to be waiting forever. So learn to validate yourself and affirm yourself. And so that's what we do daily. We say we say out loud 10 affirmations every single day. So that's one thing, mm-hmm. learn to validate yourself. And then another thing I say, write your story 
or somebody else is going to write it for you. That's right. And so um, so we big on that. We big on that. And then just, uh, I guess, a little cliche one is just really, but it's important, just treating people how you want to be treated and, and realizing that you don't know what somebody is going through. That's so, right. um, you know, always be mindful that we, we don't know the struggles people are dealing with behind closed doors. That's absolutely right. Those are three phenomenal gems, daily affirmations, because as we said earlier, if you speak it, it will come to pass. So if you speak that you are beautiful, you are beautiful. If you speak that you're going to impregnate your high school sweetheart with five kids, (laughs) 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 it it will happen. That was so dry, messy. (laughs) So so what that means, kids, words are powerful. Words are powerful. (laughs) <laughs> I love it. I, I think it, was, it was like it was not hateful, but it was still messy at the same time. I, no, but do you know? Do you know? Like her husband is basically the goat. Like he told her, and he made it happen. Like yeah. <laughs> she's like, I'm gonna marry you, and you are gonna have five of my babies. That's what he, he made an honest woman out of her. Boy, he did. He sure did. <laughs> As soon as we get married, we're going to clutch on the kids. I love it. Shout out to Virgil Perry out here in these streets. Teach right. these men. I'm going to have to put him on the show. Right. Tell him how to do it. What to do, okay? Like, I'm going to marry you, woman. You're going to have these babies. And let me tell you, not only that, he propelled his woman to reach her greatness. That's what's up. Because one, one thing that yep. she touched on that I think we just slid on across. We ain't slide. We heard it. We heard it. We okay, heard but it. we going to go. Go ahead, bring it back. We going to moonwalk on back to it. Right. And that was she said that she struggled with some insecurities and some self-esteem, mm-hmm. but he didn't exploit her in that. Nope. You know, and uh, some mm-hmm. men, and I won't say all, some men will do that. They will. And, and take yeah, those and exploit right. them and tear mm-hmm. them down. But he used it mm-hmm. and, and he he uplifted her. He encouraged her. Yep. And he loved her yep. through it. Yeah. Instead yep. of, you know, l- yep. allowing it to, you know, even affect their marriage. Because when that happens, right, it, it, right. Could, it could affect their marriage. But he loved her mm-hmm. through those things, lifted her up on that pedestal. And now she a world-renowned author out here in these streets. So I'm here for hey. it, Virgil. Shout out to you, Virgil. Right. Yeah. Superman said, Superman said, Wonder Woman gonna be swinging swords with me. Listen, listen. If he listens to this podcast, I, I guarantee they gonna practice later. Right. <laughs> girl, I heard, look, look, girl. I heard you talking good about right, me today right, on right. the show. You know what I'm gonna need now. <laughs> I put the kids to bed early. Going in that room, right? The, bed, the kids gonna go to bed at seven p.m. tonight. That's, that's what he loves to say too. It's early turn in. Right, right, right. Whenever I hear him say that, I'm like, I already know what he got on. His hey, I'm gonna have to use that. Early turn in. Early turn in. You early already know. Y'all come get these Equal shots. <laughs> so let me slip you an ambient. Right. Okay. Because y'all going to bed tonight. <laughs> I love it. So last but not least, (laughs) Latasha, you we be acting a fool on today's talks. (laughs) Tell your friends about (laughs) us. (laughs) 
<laughs> it goes down over here on Tanae Talk. Because guess what, baby? We're going to talk about it. Talk about it. We're going to talk about it. About it. Okay, so Tasha, I know you got to go because you got them five kids and a whole husband. A whole husband. I don't have a man. That's a whole one over there. Right. <laughs> so we're going to play a little round of this or that. So home-cooked meal right. or takeout? Man, home cook. Amen. That, that's a real woman right there. I might have to hit her with that uh, coming to me. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Praise Amen. the Lord. Praise the Lord. <laughs> what, what is your number one home cooked meal that you go to? Like, no matter what, uh, if, if times is high, you just going to, you know, you're going to cook this meal, whether you on good times or bad times. What is your number one home cooked meal? My number one. And you know, and I'm a vegetarian now. I have this. Half years, Man, but no every now and then, <laughs> I'm satisfied. I'm satisfied because I got to have my perch fish. Perch fish. Come on, perch. Some green macaroni and cheese, and some sweet potatoes and cornbread on the side. Yes, today. And she can cook too. And she can cook. That's Yo, why he, he wiped he winning. her. He, he out winning. here winning. Got the whole team too. <laughs> Hashtag he won. <laughs> he won. <laughs> Man, let me tell you about Perch Latasha. That was a that was a staple in the Sims household. You hear me? Yeah. My mama stayed with the Perch in the greens. That okay, <laughs> with some cornbread. Mm. You got that, and you can't have greens without cornbread. You can't you do it. Thing, so. It don't even make sense to have it any other way. Uh uh-uh. uh uh-uh. It's got to be spaghetti and fried Y'all chicken for me. <laughs> you might have to make that later. My 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 uh go to meal is tacos. I'm always yo. Them tacos be on point the too. Tacos and the nachos. Yeah, I need my best I friend. Take- Tacos too. She tell me to expand my horizons, and I be trying. No, nope. but the tacos be cool. <laughs> and then look, this how today hit you with the tacos. You come on, hey, you want some tacos? They all right, right? And then she make you, so you make the tacos, and they be bomb. They be like, what you talking about? All right. Hey, all right. <laughs> you that- make me have some meat. Right. Listen, I don't want to get you off your uh, regimen, but you got to eat the turkey tacos and the perch. I'm Boy. sorry. Okay? You got to eat Ooh. it. Man. So, I'm gonna have, look, I'm going to have me some perch on Mother's Day. So that's my regimen. She said, I'm vegetarian, but I'm going to get that perch. I'll Believe that you perch. that. I'm getting that perch. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Amusement park or museum? Um, oh. I was gonna say neither, because I, I we love the zoo, but between the two, I would say the museum. The museum. I done got old and my stomach keep dropping just looking at Rob. So. <laughs> oh my god! Boy, I be we be at the park with the kids. I be on the swing, and then I go too high, and I get that little drop in my stomach. Yes. <laughs> so you ain't going Man. to Cedar Point to get on that new ride? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Look, <laughs> he said, uh-uh. "Uh, heels or flats?" Oh, I've been in heels for look thirty some years, and just this year, I've been like Nixon got me wearing flats. He to change the game, shoot. Mm-mm. So, I, I guess I gave up my heels for my flats. Oh, because of this last baby, the last baby didn't put you in that flat. last one. He giving me the business, man. <laughs> who's who's to say he's the last? <laughs> right, who's to say? <laughs> we'll know after the show. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're, we're gonna do a follow up. We're gonna do a follow up show. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Previously on today's talk. <laughs> Previously on today's talk, we had guest Latasha Perrier. She said she was only going to have these five kids, and that was a lie. <laughs> I'm four months pregnant, and I'm still happy. <laughs> I'm barefoot and everything. Right. <laughs> We so messy. We so messy. We sorry. Okay. Um, thrift, thrift, <laughs> thrift store or outlets? Oh, thrift store all day. I already knew the answer to that. I'm gonna pop some dollars in my pocket. A, a finish this sentence. If you weren't an author, on an entrepreneur, what would you have been? Um. So we thought originally I was gonna be a school teacher. So yeah, school teacher. Cause you be giving me uh, school teacher vibes. I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> really. <laughs> um, and last but certainly yeah. not least, what's the number one advice you want to give moms in 2018? Um. Okay. So recently I spoke at a event. Uh, called Perry University, and we titled it um, Your Why. And so I talked about how we use our kids as our why not. Mm. So quit using the babies as your why not and use them as your why. So um, you want to write a book, and instead of saying, hey, I can't write the book because I'm busy with the kids and blah, 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 turn it and switch it around. I'm going to write a book because my kids are watching and I want them to know anything they want to do they have the power to do it so yeah use your kids as your wives instead of your why not you that was a revelation you know that reminded me that uh that cat william uh, said looking at your pictures blaming the baby Baby. (laughs) like look what you did to me (laughs) and that's what we do that's what we do using your kids as not as as a instead of a why to why not that's that's real though that is the realest stuff i didn't heard in the last 24 hours (laughs) the last five five what is this may come on cinco de mayo you better drop the using your kids as as the why stop using your kids as the why instead use them as the why not that go for dating too you know what (laughs) Let me tell you how dope that is because I even with me be uh you know getting into you know my podcast um uh religiously consistently and mm-hmm. going forth. Mm-hmm. Grizz will tell you when we we started this two years ago and we dropped yeah, it off because I'd be like did. you know with my son, I, you know I just mm-hmm. can't be you yeah. know I can't. Cause I can't, uh-huh. cause I can't. Yep. That's yep. a whole lie. Yep. Cause I can't. Right. <laughs> cause yep. I can't. Yep. You, right. Latasha, you, we gonna have to coin that. You gonna Boy, have to trademark that said, one. Bring AJ to the studio. We gonna village him. You yeah. know what I'm saying? AJ, sit over there. That's right. <laughs> we gonna, we gonna village him. And my baby be right here, <laughs> yeah. and he be complaining. That's right. He do. And I said, when yeah. Mama get that first meal, yeah. Boy. <laughs> You gonna be glad. No, right. <laughs> you gonna be because no, words are right. powerful. Because I'm gonna be a millionaire that's because right. of absolutely Tanae talks. Right. Absolutely Think talks it. with Tanae. I'm I'm happy you gonna be a millionaire because <laughs> if you're a millionaire, that means I'm balling. Because when I blow up, <laughs> kaboom! Right, you blow up. What but, Mary said. <laughs> no, that's right. Right, we all eat. We all eat. So Latasha, um, awesome. I'm sorry to mean to cut you off. Go ahead. I'm sorry. 
I know that's right. We are going to eat out here. We're all going to have great lives and our children are going to have even greater lives than we could have ever uh, imagined. I just want to thank you, Latasha Perry, for being a guest on my show yeah, uh, you this, thanks for having me i enjoyed y'all I, we enjoyed you and you for are sure. welcome on this show at any time if you want to you know promote any new projects that you have uh, you know be sure to hit me on the side and we'll make sure that we'll pump yeah. that out here Absolutely. into the airways and into the culture um it was this was a I great welcome back from my vacation i was yes. on a two-week yes. vacation and this was a great way you to, look so relaxed too to, man. do i because i was you just need to take a couple of breaks, I breaths, did. you know. Woosa, you know. And, and that's another thing, as mom, sometimes we don't always woosa. And I was pushing myself to the limits because I was like, I got to just yep. put it out there. I got to keep going. I got to keep yeah. going. And, you know, yep. It, it's, yep. it's okay to take a break. And, and I didn't want to. And I, I had to tell her that, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I had to did. Be, look, I had to really preach that to her, like, today. <laughs> It's okay to take a break, yeah, okay? I know. We, we okay. be trying to do it all. We just be like, okay, okay, I got it, I got it, I got it. Right, and I've been mm. in, in, the, in May Mental uh, May Mental Health Month, been ended up in a mental institution. Right, been in, passed out <laughs> in the <laughs> studio. Right, yep. I'm right. like, girl. Yep. <laughs> right. And yep. so, um, again, like I said, you're a friend of the show. You're always welcome back for kids like mine, hair like mine, skin yeah. like mine. Make sure you guys go out there and uh, and get those products. Um, they can be used as birthday gifts, graduation gifts, uh, going on from second to uh, third grade, from kindergarten to first, uh, all those things that any yeah. gift, you can use these and give them out. And they can even be used as just because gifts. Um, over the summer, yes. um, children f- uh, tend to fall out of literacy during the summer months. So take this time to purchase these books and read them over the summer with your children so that they don't lose that uh, educational time. So uh, Latasha mm-hmm. in uh, mm-hmm. True Tanae Talks fashion, what we do at the end of my show is give our shout outs. So now is the time for you to give the shout outs to your people and also tell my listeners where they can find you on all of your social media handles, uh, website, all of that stuff. This is your time to promote that and also you know make sure you uh text me all of that information and i will um have it available on the Tanae talks page oh cool so i'm gonna shout out my perry posse hey shout out virgil and austin and justin and cassidy and carrington and that little breastfeeding baby of mine nixon <laughs> just won't let it go and, uh, <laughs> yes that they are my wives man those so they're my wives so uh yes the perry posse shout out to the perry posse and um you can find me on facebook at latasha carter perry and on instagram for the number four kids like mine Oh, and you can email me at secretlifeofpearls at gmail.com. Uh, did you give them your uh, your website as well? I wasn't sure. Oh, website, www.4kidslikemine.com. That's 4kidslikemine.com. 
So you heard it here, folks. Be sure to go out there and get it. I got to give my shout-out. Shout-out to Grizz. Uh, shout-out to Dropside Entertainment. Shout-out to all my fellow shows, uh, The King's Quarter, Relapse 101, uh, The Last Word, and now, I think, In The Mix with Brandon B. <laughs> right, with Brandon B. You got to say that. <laughs> with Brandon B. You right. got to say that. Uh, shout out to my sweetheart who encourages me every single day, who lifts me up when I'm down. Um, just shout out to him. Shout out to AJ who is sitting over here in the corner mugging me extra hard. Boy. <laughs> like, you, like, you, like you know I'm going to need a burger after this, right? <laughs> we shout my out man. to AJ. Right, shout out to my sister, Elisa, who just overcame uh, death. Like, literally, she was on her deathbed, but but God. Shout out to Jesus and his mm. healing powers. Shout out to Elisa for being with us because we, we, we needed you here still. We still needed you here. So shout out to Elisa and all those who prayed for her. A shout out to my other sister, Clarice, um, and all the endeavors she's working now. And if you live in the DFW area, um, she is putting on a job fair. So if you need a job, a jobby job job on Monday, there will be a job fair May 7th from 1.30 p.m. to 4 p.m. at the Josie Ranch Lake Library. That's 1700 Keller Springs Road. You will meet employers, apply for jobs, and have on-site interviews. This is sponsored by Metro Crest Services. So if you need a job, and I know y'all out here needing a job, <laughs> go to that job fair on Monday. Men, men, <laughs> men out here. If you know you' sorry, get up, go to the job fair. Get up, get up, help that get woman, out and get something. Don't get let the some. days right. of the life pass by. Help that woman just because she on Section Eight. a low low price of ten dollars and latasha is about to give y'all <laughs> she about to give y'all all these uh secrets out here for for the low low price of ten dollars so go ahead and pay for it. tasha be sure to send me that information i'll be sure to put it on my facebook page um if there's a flyer it. i'll be sure to put it on my today talks page and we'll get the word out cool. like that so to all the moms out there happy uh mother's day happy cinco de mayo out here in the streets and thank you again for tuning in to today talks where i'm always gonna talk about it hey we're gonna talk about everything you like i'm gonna make it real real clear it's today talks right here we're gonna talk about it right here i'm gonna talk about everything you like i'm gonna make it real real quick because it's today talk and i'm gonna talk about it yeah because it's today talk and i'm gonna talk about it 